0: Of Gratitude radio show with your host, the Gratitude Guru. Happy Monday! Thank you for joining me. I'm the Gratitude Guru, Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. Welcome to the Center of Gratitude. I'm broadcasting to you today from Jupiter, Florida, in the United States it is a warm 76 degrees and we might top out around 80. So today is definitely my day. The purpose of this podcast is to teach all who listen, excuse me, how to create ultimate lives from a center of gratitude. So share a few minutes of your life with me and learn starting right now how gratitude is your gateway to greatness. The Center of Gratitude Radio Show is a global broadcast, and with listenership all around the world, I want to welcome everyone. Bienvenidos, bienvenue, willkommen, shalom, ciao, konnichiwa, ni hao. While you listen, you can explore my various social media outlets, follow my global outreach of teaching the world how to create ultimate lives at my website, thegratitudeguru.org. Like my show on Facebook at facebook.com slash the center of gratitude or facebook.com slash the gratitude guru. Follow me on Twitter at TCG radio show. Follow me on Instagram at the gratitude guru. And today is all about leading with gratitude. Now, as I've been promoting this all week long, I've been going back and forth with what I wanted to talk about when it came to leadership. Initially, I took a corporate angle and wanted to talk about that, but that's just a niche market. That's just a little bit about leadership with corporate background. So today, I'm going to broaden the spectrum for you, and we're going to talk about leading yourself so that you can be your ultimate life leader. So, for example, in the corporate world, an effective leader has a vision and includes their team members in its development. They direct their teams how to operate in order to achieve the vision and see the manifestation of the vision through to completion. The process of creating your ultimate life with gratitude is the same. With clear, focused, and honest thinking, you determine your vision of what your unique, ultimate life looks like. Just like a corporate leader directs their teams how to operate in order to achieve the vision, you direct yourself how to operate in order to achieve your vision. If your ultimate life contains only positive people, positive circumstances, plenty of money, easy living, and basking in the sunlight of each and every day, then it's up to you to start thinking of those items in the way that you want them to be in and as your life. For example, the Powerball, it's growing and growing and growing. And come Wednesday, somebody might walk away with $403 million. Well, you know, after lump sums and cash deductions and whatnot, it'll be significantly less. But what would that be like? What would it be like to walk away with a Powerball winnings? Oh, hmm. So think about what you would do as I talk to you today and maybe let that roll around in the back of your head. What would I do with with hundreds of millions of dollars? Oh, it's a fun thought. So to have plenty of money, for example, you must stop declaring how broke you are or how tight things are for you in this moment. As long as you believe something to be true, it is, whether it's what you currently see or something you want to see in your future. To be surrounded by positive people and positive circumstances, you have to choose to focus on and highlight everything positive in and as your life now. If your aim is to live easily and carefree, then you absolutely must stop stressing yourself out and start treating things in your life with care, of course, but start treating things in your life as you plan to when you don't feel as though such circumstances are so worrisome or anxious. You know, on a personal note, when I start to feel like I'm overwhelmed or like I'm on the path to feeling overwhelmed, I play my cruise vacation playlist and I'm immediately transported to the middle of an ocean surrounded by a bunch of people, the smell of sunscreen and the very, very, very gusty breeze going across the ship and everybody's basking in the sunlight. Think about that for a second. It's probably cold wherever you are. Maybe it's not. But what does it feel like to actually just bask in the sunlight? Take a second and think about that. be your own effective leader and to bring yourself closer and closer to achieving your vision depends on your minute-by-minute behavior and what you choose as your perceived reality. You're right. That does sound like a lot of work. And I have to tell you, because I do it every day and I've been doing it for years and I'm never going to stop doing it. Creating your ultimate life with gratitude is a process that never ends. If you are breathing you are creating. Once you get the hang of the behaviors that you need to assert in order to achieve your vision, it won't seem like work at all because it will just become your lifestyle. The transition from work to lifestyle is so seamless that you won't even realize that you're doing it because it's just an unconscious behavior. Initially it's conscious, but then it becomes so natural that it's subconscious. And the best part is, is that if you start to revert you'll notice, and with lightning speed, you'll be back to living with gratitude in your ultimate existence. Do you need some motivation? Need a little bit of visualization to get there? Think of, let's see, we'll play with leadership. Think of a corporate project. Uh, You have a team meeting, you receive the delegations as you come to learn your role in the scope of the vision, and as time goes by, You may not fully understand why the company is heading toward achieving that vision, but you trudge along because it's your job. Suddenly, a significant cash incentive is offered if the project can come to fruition ahead of schedule. Now the extrinsic or external motivator is in full swing, and the team makes a collective effort to finish the job, to achieve the vision. With creating your ultimate life, you are everyone on the team. You're the leader, you're every team member, and ultimately, you're still you. You are the one in charge of conceptualizing the vision and developing the roadmap to ensure that it happens. You determine what your extrinsic or intrinsic, the inner, motivators are, and then you use them to inspire you to continue with your concentrated efforts along the way. To help sweeten the pot, throw in some similar motivators that are in the same categories as the main motivators. I'm going to give you 15 seconds to reflect, and when we come back, I'm going to show you how to create your ultimate GPS. Now, it's not the GPS you're thinking of, but this GPS is one that will create your ultimate vision with the ultimate guidance system to help you get there. All right, 15 seconds of reflection built into the podcast just for you. Enjoy. Don't go anywhere because your reflection begins now. See, that was nice. 15 seconds of reflection built into a little bit of time. Very nice. So thanks for sticking with me. And, you know, it's one thing to tell you that you need to create the ultimate vision and that you need to get there. But what makes me different and what makes this podcast different is that I'm actually going to show you how to do it. I'm the gratitude guru. I am enlightened. I have left the darkness. My education is in the light and I understand how the universe works. So follow me in my teachings and you will, too. These are tried and true methods that I have and do personally practice to create and develop my own ultimate life from the center of gratitude. So I group them together in my version of a GPS, which stands for, and you might want to write this down. My GPS is a gratitude practice system. So GPS, gratitude practice systems. Now, remember, the vision that you're creating is your destination. That's where you want to be. How to get to the destination is always the question, and by using my gratitude practice systems, a full list of which is available at thegratitudeguru.org, you'll be shown the quickest route to get there with the least number of detours along the way. So I've also developed a method, it's called the Bergstrom Method, and it's a full summary of well, the full summary of it is also available on my website, thegratitudeguru.org, but in there, there are, it's, there are including, it's inclusive of methods for creating an ultimate life. One of the multiple practices that I teach, which is my favorite, is my MULO. Yes, you heard me correctly. It's a MULO, M-U-L-O, MULO, which stands for my ultimate life outline. Now, many of us seek financial freedom with the thought of creating an ultimate life. So if you think of the similarity between mula and mulo, you'll remember it. So if you want a lot of mula, you got to make a mulo. So the mulo requires absolute specificity from its creator. And there are different mulos for different visions, such as the relationship mulo, the financial prosperity mulo, the abundance MULO, the joy MULO, et cetera. So whatever your ultimate outcome is, there's a specific MULO for that. The MULO is drafted in expressed wants. So I want this, I want this, I want this, I want it this way, I want these people to deal with it, I want this to happen, I want that, et cetera. So you you list all of the things that you want relative to the type of MULO you're making. Remember that MULO means my ultimate life outline. So this is helping you determine as a tool to determine the vision that you're thinking toward. So if you're creating a relationship, MULO, for example, you need to describe your ideal partner. And if you don't know who that is, start with a list of who you know it's not. So then the opposites will then be generated and you'll understand from the opposites where you want to be. Yeah, sounds good to me although I already found mine and I'll tell you all about that in a minute. So I have personally used Mulos to manifest small victories like parking spaces and chocolate chip cookies to massive triumphs like first-class airline upgrades, an inside stateroom to a top-tier suite on multiple cruise vacations, to even being able to change the circumstances of an event that I dreaded attending so I didn't have to go. And most importantly, I used a Mulo to manifest my husband. So it works. It has worked every time. And if you get clear enough with your intentions, it can and will work for you too. So what will your first MULO be about? What do you want to create today? I mentioned a second ago that I used the Mulo to manifest a chocolate chip cookie. Now, this is a funny story. So settle in, relax. You don't have to pay too close attention because you don't have to write anything down. But this is proof from me to you that when you visualize something to the exact circumstance of what you want, that this is how you can create it. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, I am what I call a former fatty. So I used to weigh close to 300 pounds, and now I don't. And coming up in October, I'll celebrate 10 years of having more than 100 pounds weight lost, and as I think of it, given away and gotten rid of because it's never coming back. But it still resides in me that I have this affliction for chocolate chip cookies. So a few years ago, knowing that I had this issue— you know i made this rule that we don't keep junk food in the house and and cookies are the red light foods so we definitely do not keep chocolate chip cookies in the house so if you really really want one of those red light foods you have to go out and get it so as this craving was bothering me and as i was trying to figure out which way to go with it i was sitting in my living room and i thought man i really want a chocolate chip cookie where am i going to get it what am i going to do and what kind of chocolate chip cookie do I want? And as I started to to allow the thought to to grow in my mind, I started to color the vision of what kind of cookie. Stay with me. I know it's like you're thinking, that, what are you talking about a cookie for? Hold on. I'm going to get there. Just go with it. So with the cookie, I started to color which one I wanted and where I was going to get it from. I knew that I couldn't get A whole box of them because that's just disaster. So where can I just get one? I just want one. I want one and I want it to be as big as a small plate. And I want it to have tons upon tons of chocolate chunks and chocolate chips. And I want it to just break right apart. I don't necessarily want it to be too soft or too crunchy, but I need it to be just right. Where am I going to get that cookie? And then the thought popped right into my head. I'm going to Starbucks i knew that starbucks had that kind of cookie and i said well if i'm willing to drive to get it it must be good so i was fixated on applying what i had learned from learning the secret or as we all know it the law of attraction so what you think about you bring about so i was going to make certain that if i was going to get dressed you know clothing that was more than household appropriate and get in the car and drive 10 to 15 minutes away get out of the car go into the store greet the cookie, say, hey, there you are, and then enjoy it, I better make sure that it's there. So as I got in the car and I'm driving to Starbucks, I'm thinking of this cookie and I'm thinking of what it looks like, I'm thinking of the process, I'm thinking of parking in the parking lot and walking in the door and looking at the display case and seeing where the cookie is in the display case, on the platter, who the barista is who's going to sell me the cookie, what the amount is going to be at the cash register, and then seeing the cookie on the little plate at the table, enjoying my victory. So as I got through traffic and I parked my car in the space that I thought I would, I got out of my car and I started to walk toward the store, keeping the vision of the cookie in my mind. Loaded. And I mean loaded with chocolate chunks, not just five. I mean loaded. Like every single bite has a plethora of chocolate chips in it. And I walked in the door And I knew the the woman who was on shift. She and I were friendly. Her name was Jen. And I walked in and I said, hi, Jen. And she says, hi, Johnny. And I went right over to where I knew the cookies would be. And I looked at the plate and my heart sank because the cookies were not there. It wasn't that they had oatmeal raisin or some other flavor. It was that the cookies were not there. And before I completely gave up on the vision, I guess my face said everything because she looked at me and she said, wow, what's wrong? And I said to her, you know, I really was jumping for a chocolate chip cookie, and I mean just one that was amazingly loaded with chocolate chunks, and you guys don't have any, and I just don't – I need to process this. And she says, well, hold on a second, and she disappeared below the counter for a minute, and she came back up, and she had in her hand this cellophane or saran-wrapped package of what looked to be cookies, and she says, I have some left. And I looked at her, I said, really? And she said, yeah, but I can't sell them to you because I've already marked them out of stock. So I can only give them to you. Is that okay? And I said, well, listen, I just want one. So can I pick which one I want? And she said, yeah, because she knew that I had struggled with with, uh, with, food and with sweets. So she opened the saran wrap and one of the cookies had, I would say a, some pitiful amount of chocolate chips. I mean, there was one that was, I mean, had like seven, And then the other one was enough to make my heart from where it sank deep within my body to come right back up because this cookie was absolutely loaded with chocolate chunks. And I mean chunk upon chunk upon chip upon chip upon chunk. I could have cried, but I didn't because I was too excited because I realized in that moment that I had manifested this cookie. If you've listened this long... You're asking me, okay, how to do that? I thought of what I wanted and I did not allow my brain to waver from knowing with absolute certainty that I was going to get that cookie. That cookie is a symbol of everything else that you can have, that you can manifest, that you can create in an ultimate life. So as I sat there in Starbucks at about 8.30 that night with my little plate, And my loaded chocolate chunk cookie, I have never savored a cookie more than I did that night with that victory. And ever since then, I have applied the cookie theory, (laughs) the law of attraction, to everything I do. And I will tell you that I am thrilled many, many times over that I'm disappointed. So take that knowledge and think about that. And think about what you could manifest today that would get you to the point that you could have your own cookie. I'm gonna take a quick break to take a drink of water and I'll be back to give you some more gratitude practice solutions and systems in just a second, stay with me. So there are multiple gratitude practice systems that I've created, and another one that you should find useful is practicing stop opportunities. So a stop opportunity is where you have a stopped opportunity to have a time in your life where you are paused and you are able to recognize what's around you or to analyze a situation that might not be the way that you expected it to be and to figure out why. So, for example, with the cookie, if the cookie hadn't been there and I had only been given the opportunity to have a cookie that had like seven chocolate chips in it, then I would take this opportunity and reflect upon that and think, okay, well, i it's not that I failed. So, if I had failed in the vision, then I did not I wouldn't have had a cookie to begin with. But I'm halfway there, right? So, there are chocolate chips in it, but there aren't as many as I wanted. So, if you think about paralleling that into another part of your life you know i wanted to have this life circumstance and it's halfway there but i didn't really get it the way that i thought that i would instead of saying oh this doesn't work and throwing it a bunch of negativity it's okay well i got halfway there at what point did i drop it at what point did i stop thinking about it at what point did i let go so that's, the, that's what you need to focus on, is to think about if you don't have something that you've asked for or if you are not getting what you want, where am I stopping the vision? So with a stop opportunity, part of the magic that occurs while we are creating our ultimate lives and specifically crafting the visions that appear in and as our lives, it's that they come in many different shapes and forms. So if you wanted to see you know, you're, if you're, one of your goals is to have a new vehicle, okay, but you've been building the vehicle on the company's website, and you're not exactly sure or satisfied with the online rendering, for example, like, you don't know if you want polar white on your car, maybe you want a pearl white, or an arctic white, or one of the thousands of shades of white, you you know, that have, that you have available, but you're not sure what you want, and you're sitting at a light, if you decide at that moment that you're going to check your phone, you're going to check social media, or send some text messages back to whoever sent them to you, your dream car or the car that you're building could be driving right by you to show you in natural light what it looks like. And if you're busy with your phone or you're looking around, you're not seeing what is being put right in front of you to then allow you to further clarify that's what you want, right? We have to pay attention. If we are going to make the concentrated effort to declare that we want our lives to be ultimate and to be very specific, then it's equally imperative that we pay attention to what's happening in our lives to determine what amount of success we are having with how we have thinking. If your goal is to, you know, land an ideal spouse or make new friends and you go to social events and sit in the corner looking at your phone or looking at your nails and you're not engaging those around you, why did you even bother going? The novels that human beings exhibit in order to invite or incite attraction go unnoticed, to those who aren't looking for them or aren't aware that it's in front of them. It's like filling out an online dating profile to perfection and not posting a great photo of yourself or bothering to subsequently check your email to see who may be interested. If you don't look, you have no idea. So, the stop opportunity is a great practice because rather than focusing on things that either distract or may potentially aggravate you, you are present, you are aware, and you are looking around for all the things that you love. When I'm stopped at a light, I mean, let's talk about traffic for a second. Traffic is very aggravating, right? If people aren't able to, if you don't know how to drive, my pet peeve is when you're going on an interstate and you're on the on ramp. You know that that speed is about 55 to 75 miles an hour, depending on where you are. Why people think that they can merge going 30 miles an hour, I have no idea. They're, it's like you're asking to be hit. So that is very aggravating. So as you're driving or as you're at a light and you finally stop, take a minute and look around. You know, appreciate the work of every company who ever cuts in trees, whoever planted the beautiful flowers that change with the season and admire the other cars around you. Maybe you're maybe you're in the market for a new car, but you don't know which one you want. You have inventory around you all the time. And it's all around you from different makes and models, different years, and different colors, and you could be aware of new opportunities for you while you're stopped, hence the stop opportunity, right? Very very fun stuff when you get into it. So when I'm stopped at a light, the average wait time is about 2 minutes, I look around I have time to open my sunroof if the weather and my hair <laughs> permit. And I have time to notice the sunshine, the birds, the clouds, the beautiful cars around me. And I have time for me. I have time to give thanks for being given the designated time to live with gratitude and to note my appreciation for everything wonderful in my life. A stop opportunity is a time for reflection, and it's with that reflection, with gratitude, that we reconnect with our source and plug into the goings-on of the universe. It's those times and days when we exclaim how wonderful life is and how everything is going our way or really looking up. It's those days that we are connected and plugged into the universe and to obtaining our ultimate outcome. For more GPS ideas and tips, I've got a few more listed. Head over to my website, thegratitudeguru.org, and check them out. I was just thinking about another gratitude practice solution, but I don't think I have time to give it to you. So with that, we're going to wrap up in just a second, and we will close out, and I will tell you what's coming up next week. So hang on just a minute. speaking of things that make us happy and the stop opportunities, let's take a second and talk about travel. Who doesn't love to travel and who doesn't love to go on vacation? So next week I'm going to have a show that's all about traveling with gratitude. So did you know how imperative gratitude is when you travel? Have you ever thought about sending gratitude ahead of you when you travel? Just like you send your luggage ahead of you. Maybe you're booked on a cruise or, you know, you have an arrangement where you Check your bags at the airport and you don't see them again until you're on a cruise ship. Yes, that service does exist. I don't know if I can say who does that on the air, but maybe I can. I'll tell you what, there's a mouse involved. We'll just say that. And anyway, so with that, you know, who, want, who doesn't want to go on vacation? I do. I want to go on vacation every day of my life. I want to live on a cruise ship. And I very well will want someday, you know, we got to just get there. And I will find a way to do my podcast from the open water. So next week, I'm going to talk all about how to create your ultimate travel with gratitude. And, you know, the purpose of this podcast is to teach all who listen how to create ultimate lives from a center of gratitude. And I'd like to thank you for sharing a few minutes of your life with me to learn how gratitude is your gateway to greatness. Gratitude is the gateway to greatness because gratitude creates great feelings. We feel love, we feel joy, we feel fulfillment, excitement, relief, secure, and we feel safe when we feel grateful. We are thankful that we are loved, that we are laughing and that we're joyful and that we are not devoid of anything. And we are thankful for the excitement and anticipation in our lives. And we appreciate the moments of laughter. And hopefully there are way too many of those moments in the day to count. So remember next week, We will be talking about traveling with gratitude. I would like to thank you. That show, by the way, is February 27th at 10 o'clock. It'll be a 15-minute show. Today was a 30-minute show. And I will see you next time. Take great care. The Center of Gratitude Radio Show with your host, the Gratitude Guru.